Welcome to In the Club VIP, a Kansas Athletic Club production, striving for incremental improvement every day. Hey, Pat. You ready to do a podcast today? Yeah, I think so. We've stalled enough. We've been hanging out for like 30, 40 minutes just on Zoom. Yeah. We only saw each other for about an hour at the gym about an hour ago, and now we're just staring at each other in the Zoom. So I guess we'll get something done. Let's do it. All right. So today, first of all, what's up, everybody? This is Patrick. TJ's joining us, like I said. We are going to do a little podcast, probably shorter than than some of the ones that we've been doing lately. Uh, this one is, if you remember a couple months ago before we did the squat cycle, we did a movement breakdown based on the squat. And we are going to do the same thing, but we're going to throw a little curveball at you. You might think we'd be going deadlift with the deadlift cycle, but we're going to curveball it and go pressing because we're also going to focus on the pressing during this cycle. So let's talk about presses. What this is like presses TJ's wheelhouse. That's why we got him on. Um, granted, we also had him on for the squats, which is also a, a wheelhouse, I would say too. But um, this is the one that TJ. Uh, hits lifts and then just has just wonderful dreams about because he can lift so much more weight than everybody else. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, people are going to give me uh, crap because I have short arms, but um, I'll take advantage of my uh, short little levers. That's right. I think um, the best example of this is we were doing the CrossFit total um, last week, last Friday and Rudd and I, you know, we had hit the squats and we're, we're working on presses and, you know, I think with the way that we had it set up, you had like 10 minutes to build or three minutes to build and then seven minutes to hit your three, three reps, at least is how I ran the classes. And I, I, I'd hit my warm up at 135 and then I hit a warm up at 155. And then I was like, Oh, all right. I'm about, I'm about there. So, and then I took three attempts <laughs> and, and failed my first two and then finally hit 170 for, for my actual, actual rep. Um, but then TJ came over and hit 185 cold. So that's, that, that always felt, felt good right after you're making me look so bad every <laughs> no, now and then right. i every now and then i gotta show rudd that i have to humble rudd a little bit because we all know rudd is one of the strongest guys in the gym and if not in the area guy's just an incredible athlete but every now and then i gotta show him that i i can still hang with him that's right so anyway enough about us let's talk pressing first yeah. all first of all what um what would you define as a press and why is it important? Yeah. Defining a, a press is, well, let's just kind of start kind of back what, what I would give as um, an example of, gosh, how am I going with this, Pat? We might have to edit this. <laughs> nah, no, we'll leave it. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll leave the, I, I'll set you up a little bit better. Cause that was a very vague question. Okay. I'm, I'll define pressing in two easy ways. Uh, pressing can be a, a vertical press. Um, thinking like in that CrossFit total, we did a strict press, pressing a weight overhead, or a press could be a horizontal press. Uh, this press would be like a bench press, a push up, uh, basically where you are extending your arms out away from your body, either directly in front, directly overhead. Um, that's a very simple way to define it. But why, I guess, TJ, why is this important that we do this? Um, how does this translate to daily life? How does this help us um, in the gym? Um, I'll let you kind of take it from there a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, if we're, we're going to start with, let's just start with the strict press, right? You know, what's the functionality of a strict press? Um, case in point, I'm going to have a child here soon. What if I'm lifting him up and play, playing with her and, and doing things like that? So uh, obviously, we want to have some functionality of pressing something or some uh, external stimulus over our head. Um, mm -hmm. And we want to do it stay safely, right? Um, anytime you're you're pressing anything overhead, if we start to kind of remove that that straight line of which we're pressing something over our head, uh, it can kind of put us in a, a compromised position. So we definitely want to strengthen everything out. But it's probably one of the probably one of our only lifts we really um, what's the right word. Um, just keeping it all in the shoulders, right? It's not not full body or anything like that. It's pretty isolated. So. Right. And actually, that's a good point. Um, and I might disagree with you a little bit. And I don't know how much you fully believe that it's all in the shoulders. Uh, the, the prime mover, or uh, man, that's a real sciencey word, but the main muscle group that's going to do the movement will occur in the shoulder. However, mm -hmm. How important is bracing? How important is squeezing your glutes, keeping your legs active um, in a press? It's the most important thing, right? If you start to see some some breakdown or you're getting overextended, um, you know that's that's what's going to lead to you know injury or you know something like that. So um, yes. I, I understand what you're saying, you know, bracing and, and holding everything in by squeezing the glutes, squeezing the quads, uh, keeping the rib cage tacked down. Um, but coming from the CrossFit realm where we do, you know, such multi multi joint uh, compound movements, I feel like strict press is one of the ones that we actually do isolate. Um, and, and, and hit those shoulders. But yeah, you're, you're agreed, right. agreed. And that's part of the reason why um, it doesn't come up a whole lot in, in our programming and um, a little foreshadowing where we'll probably have Twan jump on to kind of explain in depth a little bit more of this programming cycle and how you will see the presses in there. But uh, I guess I kind of wanted to, to maybe use the CrossFit's um, definition. They have, you know, your nine foundational movements of CrossFit. I think we kind of got went through a little bit on the squat podcast of how they can kind of make it easy, medium and harder. Same thing goes for the press. Um, and it starts with the strict press, but then it goes a little bit more into a push press and then a push jerk. So this is where the lines kind of blur a little bit because technically a jerk isn't necessarily a press, but it does become translated from a press. Does that make sense? Yeah, so I, I think the easiest way to break this down for obviously our listeners is to look at this like more of like a shoulder to overhead. Um, mm -hmm. We break these these shoulder to overheads obviously, and Pat just gave those three groups. We have our strict press, which is um, obviously going to be your your weakest of the three because um, you're not incorporating that leg drive. Uh, push press is going to be like your moderate load. Um, where you're able to in incorporate your legs and, and and drive that bar off your shoulders to get a little bit of momentum, and, and so it's going to give you a, a little bit better chance of, uh, lifting a heavier load. And then last but not least with the, the jerk, which is another shoulder to overhead, um, is going to be your heaviest of weight. Cause now we're, um, incorporating that dip and dry, but we're also, uh, allowing our body to drop underneath and, and essentially catch the weight. Um, it's funny cause it, it, it does fall uh, under the, the pressing, uh, but you, you, you know, 
as I know, Pat, we, we tell people it's not, there's no pressing really involved uh, in a jerk. It's, it's essentially you driving with your body and, and being athletic enough to, to drop underneath and catch it with uh, locked out elbows. We say hide your yeah. elbows. So Exactly, exactly. One of the, the most common um, cues that I'm giving athletes of, of all levels, whether they're really high and competitive or new beginners when you're learning the, the power jerk or even a split jerk is, yes, you're pressing, but you're not pressing that weight overhead. You're pressing your body down into either that split position, like a lunge position, or into a jerk position um, where your knees are actually bent, and that's what's supporting the load. So you're actually pressing your body down once you've used your body weight to get that bar, you know, kind of elevated, maybe forehead height. Yeah, and so as I was alluding to, like we have these three tiers again: strict press, push press, and the push jerk or split jerk, right? For, to, for us as coaches, it, we, we think of these almost like a progression, right? You, you really want to develop the strict press. Why? Because you're, you're, you're developing trunk stability. Um, you're also moving a load in a straight line. Okay. We're not getting overextended. We're trying to, you know, keep our body rigid and, and then obviously learning how to move the weight in a straight line and, and, and learning how to manipulate our head out of the way and then getting it back underneath the bar. Okay. And then as we progress and we start incorporating, so if you get really good at strict press, obviously, then we start incorporating that dip and drive with our legs. Okay. Everything stays the same with this, with, with the pressing, because we want, we still want to move that bar in that vertical line, but now obviously our legs are much stronger than our, just our isolated shoulders in this case. So, uh, but some of those points of performance stay the same, like your body stays rigid, right. On that dip and drive. Cause if we start to see any kind of breakdown, now we're just leaking power output. And then we're trying to drive that load or, you know, right. That external load in a straight line. Mm-hmm. And then, and then as we progress to the, to the jerk, everything stays the same. We're still want to move that bar in a straight line. We still want to dip and drive like a push press and stay vertical on it. Um, but now we're manipulating our body underneath the load. So I think it's, it's, it's nice to see people see or understand why we do the things we do and, and basically all we're trying to do is continue to add progressions and, and, and make you stronger. So. Yeah, man. Love it. I think um, let's let's kind of actually back up a little bit and maybe talk more just specific points of performance if you're doing a strict press. Um, this probably would have been great to to put out before we did the CrossFit total because we haven't strict press in a while. But hopefully when we retest maybe a strict press at the end, um, you know, I set up under the bar. You actually gave really good cues as far as your front rack position. So let's maybe talk about uh, basically just setting up and then points of performance for just the strict press. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to know, you know, obviously when you're setting up for, for a strict press is, is it starts with your feet, right? You want your feet, you know, directly underneath your hips. Okay. We don't want this wide stance, but, uh, we do want to lock out our legs. Okay. Hands. Uh, we, we, we tend to coach us in, in the same grip you'd use for like a clean. Okay. So you're about a thumbs width off that inner knurling line. And then I, and then I like to, uh, you know, explain, that the elbow positioning is going to be a little bit different than it would be in a push press or a jerk. It's going to be, um, you know, slightly in front of the bar. Meaning if I were to look over the top of you and look directly down, I should see your elbow slightly. Okay. Uh, I think it's important to know that you should be in a good full grip position. All right. Cause we don't want it to be sitting on our fingertips. Cause then how are we going to regrip that as we start to press? And mm-hmm. so for me, if, if you set up well, that bar is barely sitting on your shoulders. Okay. So your elbows are, you know, directly underneath, everything's nice and tucked and tight. Um, and so when you initiate that press, 
it, it's going to go up in a straight line and, and hopefully pretty fast. So I think when you go into the actual press, it's really going to be one movement. It is press that weight overhead. However, it's not that simple. You actually need to make sure that in order to keep that bar path directly straight, you actually tuck your chin back out of the way. Um, mm -hmm. Press big chinned peoples, peoples, for these big chin people like myself. Um, <laughs> if you don't tuck your chin, you will hit your chin or even hit your nose as you go up if you're keeping a good bar path. If not, you'll end up doing this little bubble out and around um, and oftentimes put a lot more stress on your shoulders or uh, on your low back because you'll end up doing this overextension type position. Absolutely. And that, that leads to, to some injury. So we, we definitely don't want the inverted bench press is, is what we call it. So, yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, like we said, the press, it's pretty straightforward, but there are a couple things that we can do a little bit creatively. And we all know how creative Tuan can be with programming. So what I wanted to talk about is some creative ways that we can use these presses in order to not necessarily just strict press, not necessarily just to push press. The first one that comes to mind is getting inverted in a handstand, handstand holds, handstand walks. Um, how important is being able to do stuff like that for pressing power? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's super important from from a shoulder stability, you know, right? It, when we get inverted, um, it really allows us to kind of stack our body over our wrist and and, and develop some of that 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 strength that we'll need to be able to obviously lock out. Um, I would probably put some of these pressing mo motions or movements before we get people inverted and try to do strict handstand pushups or kipping handstand pushups. Uh, cause it, it, a lot of it comes down to, um, body weight to strength ratio. Uh, anytime we are talking, uh, gymnastics, that's, that's why you typically don't see like a 300 pound gymnast. Um, Rudd's probably the biggest gymnast I've ever seen. And he's about 250, uh, but he's incredibly strong. Right. Um, so yes, yeah, there's a lot of things that we do, uh, to develop, the press, uh, like Pat said, though, with getting inverted, um, we can do progressions off like boxes for handstands. Pike pushups are an incredibly uh, potent stimulus that we can do. Um, but yeah, we're always trying to hit, you know, all, all, you know, all aspects of our shoulders, the front side of our shoulders, uh, you know, yeah, the rear delts, everything um, to really strengthen up that capsule. And, and then obviously with all the gymnastics that we do program, having a strong midline and, and core stability and stuff like that leads to a uh, successful gymnastics. So hundred percent agree. And actually you just kind of sparked something that I was thinking about uh, mentioning before. And that is with the press. A lot of times people are like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of scared to go overhead. Um, I've never done it before. I have shoulder pain. I've had sh history of shoulder injuries. And this is where PT Pat kind of comes in and, and takes over a little bit, but uh, there is a certain range of motion that is required um, in order to safely and effectively get that bar overhead. And there is actually, and this might be a little sneak peek into it, next week on Thursday, November 12th, we are going to have a shoulder pain or a healthy shoulder workshop instead of that 6.30 class on Thursday evening. So any of you out there that are like, man, I am really nervous about pressing, um, sign up for that. It's going to be good. We'll go over some some good mobility tips in order for you to uh, at least make sure that if you don't have good range of motion overhead, you can get there and, and you can get there um, on your own. I think it's a, it's it's really important to note, like 
with CrossFit and, and Epic does a fair amount of volume with the shoulders as well is, is you do see a lot of volume in, in, in on our shoulders for what, what we do, right. In, in classes and how we program. Um, so what a cr- incredible opportunity to, to go to, to Pat's, uh, you know, workshop and develop some of that range of motion or develop a strategy to get to that full range of motion. Um, I always say, you know, CrossFit's already hard. It's very hard if you're battling injuries and doing all this stuff. So, uh, if we can continue to guys, give you guys strategies to stay healthy and, and, and have fun in the gym, it just makes a world of difference. So take advantage of that. Absolutely. And I think that's pretty much all I got on my notes for, for presses. I knew it was going to be a short episode. Um, again, look for the episode that we're going to have Tuan on explaining the programming. If you have any other questions about presses, um, talk to, talk to me, talk to TJ, talk to Anthony, Nick, all any coaches, um, talk to Michael. Michael knows a huge amount about pressing and he, he does it frequently in Epic. So, um, hit us up TJ. You got one more thing. Yeah. I, I just want the community, um, to take advantage of this. Okay. Cause pressing at least the strict press, right. is not a sexy lift. It's not that fun. You're probably not going to get that hyped if you hit a PR on your strict press, right. Cause it's just not a heavy, it's just, it's our weakest lift. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So our weakest lift, but if you take advantage of this and you really work on getting better at strict press and, and shoulder stability and, and doing all that stuff, um, everything gets better. Handstand walks, handstand pushups, um, kettlebell swings, just anything that you might jerks, push press, all that stuff. It's, it's gonna help. And so, um, just cause strict press isn't that fun. Um, handstand pushups are a blast if you've never done mm-hmm. them. So, uh, that's kind of our goal is to get our whole community, at least on the CrossFit side, uh, to at least get their first handstand pushup. Um, if not, we want to get, you know, everyone to be able to do handstand pushups on a regular basis. Cause, uh, if you do them right and you do them safely, then man, they're fun. Absolutely. Love it. That, that's a great goal. If you've never got it by the end of this cycle, get at least one, one strict or kipping, whatever it is. I'd love it if it's strict. That'd be awesome. Awesome guys. All right, guys. We're we're excited. Let's do it. Let's, uh, Let's hit some presses. You guys have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in and we will catch you next time. Later.